ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome. This is the podcast for Cutthroat League. Fuck yeah, we finally fucking did it. First of all, first of all, we got to get some get some feedback in here. We got some new people in the league. Not really new, but returning. Shout out to FQ, the new guy. He's back. Fucker took a year off because some shit happened. Some shit went down. Niggas wasn't on the uppity up. And, you know, we thought we weren't in it. But then, bam, blindsided like a motherfucker. No Michael Orr. No Michael Orr. But I was blindsided like a bitch. But now I'm back, motherfuckers, and YG is gone. He's out. It's done. All right, today on the show, we're going to be having Shazad motherfucking Khan, that pasty motherfucker. As much as I hate that guy in fantasy, I got to give him his respect. He's won a couple of times. He's always in the finals, and he's one of the most active GMs, if not the most active GM in our league. Fucking ambulance chasing ass. We added free agency bidding to fucking stop him, and that motherfucker still made the championship that year, so shout out to that pasty fuck. We're also going to have the fucking controversy favorite. What that means is controversy loves to follow this guy, Haywad Fakhri. A couple of years ago, he got mandatory kicked out of the playoffs from some tie or something, and then they changed the keepers on him, so he thinks controversy loves to follow him. His quote unquote they're scared of me is what he thinks of of everyone in the league that everyone's scared of him so we're gonna have both those clowns on the show today um firstly what they're gonna do is they're each gonna give me their separate opinions about amir's or actually they're each gonna give me their separate opinions on the worst team in the league and who they think's the worst team in the league um and then we're gonna add them both onto the, the podcast to see what they're talking about um, I'm going to ask them both a couple of questions uh, beforehand just so everybody gets an idea and general sense of their train of thought. So uh, firstly and foremost, let's go ahead and introduce Shazad. All right. Welcome back, Shazad. Sorry for the technical difficulties. That's all right. Let's do it. All right, boss. I promise you guys we're going to figure all this out now, and, and by the next recording we'll be all good. Um, so, so just right before where we left, Shazad, so what we're going to be doing today is uh, just to give insight to all the listeners – we're going to do um, we're going to do a ranking about um, the the league owners of the league as well as post draft rankings, okay? okay. Um, and that's what we're going to do. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So, um, firstly, with you, what I would like to do is actually start off with um, just a couple of questions for you, just so the uh, so the listeners can get a better sense better sense and idea of your train of thought. Okay. All right, so I'm going to ask you a couple of different questions. You're either going to say the first thing that comes to your mind or answer with one of the two. Sounds good. Guys, you there? There? Yeah, I hear you now. All right, I'm sorry, man. Honest, honestly, man, all of a sudden, I, I, my phone is so dry. It's drier than the desert. As soon as I want to do something, I get it like 100 phone calls. Um, oh, man. All right, so let's get to it, man. All right, Green Ranger or Red Ranger? Let's do Green Ranger. All right, Mercedes or BMW? Mercedes. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Bitches or Black Dick? <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> I threw a little curveball there. I threw a little curveball there for you. <laughs> that, hesita- that hesitation probably made me look bad, but I, I was like, where are you going with this? 
<laughs> you know, I wanted to see if the real answer would come out or not, but but I guess you're a little you're a little too fast for that one. All right, so that's so uh, break break it down for us here. Um, there's a consensus right now amongst the league about who has the number one team. So we'll get into that later. Okay. I want you with with no holds barred. Okay, mm-hmm. fuck feelings. Gotcha. Who bottom line has the worst team in the league? Uh, so I've kind of looked over the teams yesterday and just kind of looked at the benches, the potential, and, and everything. If everything breaks right, and if worst case scenario, and and the players that have the upside don't, you know, live up to their potential. Just kind of weighing everything out. Uh, unfortunately, I have to uh, I have to give that last to uh, a miracle. His team. Uh, he oh did, uh, man. Man, hold on. So real quick, right before you get into it, so Shazad Khan just gave Amir Khan the worst team in the league. Oh, man, I had to. I mean, uh, just with the – Tell us why. Uh, well, first of all, I mean, his strength is Aaron Rodgers. So that in our league, we you know, we give that half point per completion. That's a big advantage there. So that makes up for quite a bit. He drafted him, I believe, in the third round, mid-third round. So <clears throat> that could have been – the reason why, but I think the main reason why his uh, his team, I, I think his team is probably the weakest as of right now. And I mean, this is, this is preseason, so we you know we don't know yet. But uh, the big question marks are Deshaun McCoy, which I feel like it's it's a toss up if he's gonna he's gonna be on the commissioner's exemplist or not. True. Uh, and even even before then, I I thought mid second round was a little too high for him. He was he was on my, my mid third round of fourth round range. Uh, Running back, I just feel like that team doesn't have anything, and uh, the quarterback situation, even the reports out of camper, you know, they're they're not too bright. There's there's no bright spots there. So even they're if he not. does play, yeah, even if he does play, it's still you know it's a toss up on how well he's going to do. He may since it is a PPR league, he may get some you know he's, he's got a high floor, but um, that's the biggest question mark, uh, right? That's the reason why I feel like it's going to be uh, his team might struggle a bit. Another another reason why is. He actually um, drafted Des Bryant, I believe, as high as the fourth round, uh, uh, or was it the, the early fifth? Uh, I've got to take a look at that. But regardless, I was pretty high for Des, especially without a team. I, I get what uh, Amir was thinking as far as going for upside. You know, p- potentially going rumors going with uh, Des going to the Packers or possibly you know another uh, juggernaut offense, and I could see the upside of that, but. That was another a risk he took and uh, kind of backfired because, you know, Des doesn't have a team yet. There's a lot of teams that need oh, yeah. wide receivers and they're still not, you know, they're still not yeah. uh, looking at Des as a potential. That you know, does. That, no, that, that makes, that makes perfectly good sense. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, as, as you know, the listeners don't, but I had two seconds and two thirds and I, and I kept praying with every mock draft that I did that LaShawn McCoy doesn't fall to me just so I wouldn't get trapped in drafting him. Because right. the, the touches, you know, the touches are appealing, right? Anytime a guy has been guaranteed to get 300 touches, it's, it's something that, you know, you, you want. Um, given the fact with the quarterback situation that you talked about um, and that offense being lackluster at best, it makes a lot of sense that I wouldn't have took him in the third. You wouldn't have either until mid to late third at earliest. Now, Shazad, just real quick here, um, what we're going to be doing is adding Haywad to the, to the um, recording. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to cut off your segment right there. Um, just okay. real quick. We're going to add you back in with Haywad. Um, and then real quick, just for the listeners to know too, what Shazad was about to finish up with was he also drafted DeMarco Murray, which retired. Yeah. 
right, cool. So we're at 12 for Amir. Um, we're going to have a little transition, another word from our sponsors while we add Shazad and Haywat to the recording. Um, so we'll see you in a second, okay, Shazad? All right, sounds good. All right, so now you heard from uh, Shazab there. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and hear from Haywad really quick. Uh, once again, you are going to hear some technical difficulties right in the beginning, so please just bear with us. Guys. All right, can you hear me, sir? I can't hear you. What happened? I, I, was, the, just, I was just in the Here, I could hear you and Shazab speaking, but you guys couldn't hear me. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. Uh, we're just waiting for uh, Shazad to join in here. Um and can then we we'll have... get it going. So, yeah, yeah, we can have up to eight. It was funny because I could hear you guys in the last one, but you guys couldn't hear me. Um, so we're waiting for just Shazad to join in. He should join in any second. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, while he joins in, so a um, little bit about you in the league. I told them, and uh, I quote, I said, you're a controversy favorite, which means controversy likes following you. In one in one sense, you were pushed out of playoffs. In another sense, they adjusted the keepers on you. So I just given uh, the uh, listeners here uh, uh, a little background on, on your uh, story. How this could be the year where no. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, man. There, there's always going to be controversy. You know, it's uh, these guys want to take you know they want to take me out. I know secretly they know that I'm the best. It's just yeah. what it is. <laughs> that, that is what it is. That is what it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so real quick, we're going to ask you a few questions. You're going to just answer with the first thing that comes to your mind um, just to give the listeners uh, your train of thought, okay? Sure. All right, so here we go. Uh, McDonald's or Burger King? No, McDonald's. All right. Uh, indoor hoop or outdoor hoop? Indoor all day. No hesitation. Okay. Raiders or Niners? Raiders, for sure. Fuck the Niners. <laughs> Kobe or LeBron? Oh, bro, come on, man. <laughs> this is not going to answer this question. <laughs> I was trying to you throw know. a little curveball in there and see, and see, uh, and hey, see what, what, what But what honestly, honestly, there's greatness in L.A. It's the Mount, Rushmore of, Mount Rushmore of the best of the best. Yeah, there is. There is, um, which is awesome because – I mean, the greatest to ever play the games, other than Jordan, have played for the Lakers. Damn, for real. That's crazy. And, and now we got the greatest of this generation on the court, off the court. He's the GOAT of all time, in my opinion, uh, with the new school that he opened up to. He's always active in the community. Um, big Outside shout out the to court. LeBron, man. Outside it, the court, that, that is so dope what he's doing. And now everyone's it, it, doing it. He, he has everyone it, following him, you know it, it is insane, and it is insane, and he is the best at it, um, yeah. and he is the best at it. Um, so, uh, Haywad, what we're going to be doing here is, um, since we already did the introduction, just real quick, so what we started with Shazad was, um, was who is the worst team in the draft? What is and who is and who has whoa, whoa. the worst team in the draft, uh, worst team in the league post-draft? Right now? August mm-hmm. 2nd? Uh, August, August 2nd. 2nd. I think it's Amr for sure, because... Amir took a lot of risks that are like kind of going against them. LaShawn McCoy coming out, that's you know that's he, he's like he's he he could be, he could be suspended. I think he's going to be suspended by by week one. The NFL doesn't want to have a bad look. I think he's going to be suspended. Dez, I think Dez will sign with somebody, but I mean you're coming in in August. Like, how are you going to know the offense? 
you know, hiking to build chemistry, it just usually doesn't work out. So, you know, it doesn't. He, it doesn't. So that that's my reasoning for Amir at 12. And this is just wholeheartedly. That's right now. I think he's, a, I think, I think he's a stubborn GM. So eventually, he, like things, uh, things work out for him if he, if he's winning. But if he's not winning, ooh, it's gonna be bad. Yeah. So I'm thinking if he starts off bad and doesn't make a couple trades, his season's gonna be over. Um, you weren't here for the earlier part of the segment, but Shazad is in occurrence with you as well. Um, he also thinks Amir's team is the worst. Okay. Um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put a pause on the segment. We're gonna add both of you guys back in. Um, sure. So bear with us, okay? Yeah, yep. Cool, perfect. All right, so uh, now I'm going to send you the link again, okay? Okay. All right, in our final segment, you're going to have both the callers on the podcast at the same time. Uh, this is the only time it'll be like this. Like I said, this is just for us to listen to. Um, and get feedback. The first thing I'm going to do is adjust uh, my voice on the Bluetooth. With the Bluetooth, the sound quality is bad. So um, this is the last part. There's just one little transition between this and the final convo. All right, Shazad. So we got you in here. Um, Hayward's about to join. Hayward, can you hear us? Yep. All right, perfect. Cool. All right, guys, so the good news is we got this motherfucking shit figured out, uh, <laughs> which is good. Uh, where we left off was um, that you think that if Dez, of course, gets signed to a good team and if LaShawn McCoy plays, then you don't think Amir's going to have the worst team in the league. Do you agree, Shazad? Yeah, I agree. Um, that'll help quite a bit. And it's just a toss-up with uh, LaShawn McCoy. It's, it's really 50-50 on if he's going to play or not earlier uh even if he does play I'm, I'm i don't see him coming close to his numbers uh last year especially without a scrambling quarterback um alongside him and, and that old line got a lot worse with cordy glenn going to uh, the Bengals, and they got a bunch of uh, rookies in there and like no name guys yeah um that's true now real quick even if those two guys play do you guys do you guys think that that takes Amir out of last place or even with LaShawn McCoy playing and Des getting signed to the Patriots or the Niners, does that keep him in last? I personally don't, uh, I personally don't think so. It'll be a toss up. I mean, it's, it's, it's really close up there. Um, there's uh, some other teams that you, you could kind of lump in there as well. So if those two guys are pretty much guaranteed spots, I mean, if Des goes to the Niners, he could be the number one option. If, if McCoy plays, I mean, he's got a pretty low floor with the PPR. So, um, yeah, he, I think he, he'll be – he'll still be in that bottom four, I think. You said but, pretty uh, low floor? You meant still... pretty high floor? I'm sorry, high floor, yes. Hey, what, do you agree? Yeah, I, I, I think there's variables. Um, like I said, it's August. He, he missed, like, beginning of camp. Preseason's about to start. He hasn't signed. He has to build chemistry. It's it's difficult, you know. It doesn't happen too often. Um he, I am not. What, what do you think, guys? Um, so personally, I, I I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Um, I think he has the worst team, and and I know this is coming from me, who doesn't have a lot of respect in the league in terms of winning. Um, so take it with a grain of salt. I don't think it's close. I think even if Des Bryant does come back, I don't think I don't think his draft was the best with the, with Amir. <laughs> I think 
A-Rod. I think A-Rod's going to have a phenomenal year. I just don't think Brandon Cooks and his receivers are going to get the job done. Um, oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, his other running back other than Zeke is um, Dion Joystick Lewis. If you look at the picture of him and Derrick Henry, yeah, Derrick Henry looks like he's eight feet tall. Um, so, personally, <laughs> I, think, I think Amir's team is the worst. Um, and I think even if, if Dez gets signed and, and, um, and McCoy plays, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think he's not last place. Um, Kais, as far as um, for the listeners, uh, just so they get a better understanding of the team, it might be good to kind of, you know, name off the starting line. Yeah, let me do that. And, let me do that for you guys. Players, so, um, yeah. so, so real quick, A-Rod, I'm a, I think A-Rod's going to have a fucking crazy year. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a given if he stays healthy. And hey, what? what about you? Hey, what? <laughs> Dropped off again. Oh my goodness! <laughs> can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear us? Hey, what? There, there he is. Oh. Yo, can you hear me? Now I can hear can. you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you yeah. guys. Can you hear me? I'm okay, cool. literally right. in the same so spot. I'm gonna read off. Hey, what? I'm gonna read off uh, Almir's team. We got Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. I think uh, he has the the weakest wide receiver one in Brandon Cooks. Then he's got Corey Davis, uh, Zeke Elliott, McCoy. O.J. Howard at tight end, Dion Lewis at flex. His bench gets worse. Des Bryant, Parker, R- Theo Reddick, Terrell Pryor Sr., Kevin White, James White, Ebron, and Powell. Um, guys, I don't hear any difference makers in here other than Zeke and Rogers. You might be right. I yep. McCoy, if McCoy I mean, uh, comes back. Yeah, McCoy comes back. He's got 300 touches. Let's 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 take it at a 3.5 yards per carry at 300 touches, and let's say there's 80 of those that are 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 are, are targets. I think McCoy could be a bottom half RB one. I mean, if if that's I'm being nice, gosh, man, that that's being me being nice. Uh, you think he's gonna crack that RB12, RB12, RB6, 12? Not this. What do you guys? Oh, you don't think he's gonna play? I don't think he's gonna play. Okay. No, the, I mean it's a it's a fifty fifty, but I just don't I don't see the league uh, messing up their image. Yeah, that's true. Shazad, what about you? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of the same boat. Um, it's just like Adrian Peterson's uh, year where they uh, were doing the investigation when he I think it was whipping his kid with a switch. <laughs> they yeah. it, without any kind of evidence or like any kind of uh, trial they put him on the commissioner example is just because it was a bad look for the league and that could happen again um i'm pretty sure that's that's probably what gonna, what's going to happen unless there's something that comes out where his um the accuser just kind of flat out says that it was you know he's not a suspect in, in the case and, and and they kind of ruled him out but i i don't see that happening anytime soon yeah um so real quick because we're spending a lot of time on this last place ass team um, one last question. Yeah. One last question for you, Haywood. Haywood, if McCoy plays, <laughs> do you think he's going to make a significant difference in uh in Amir's power rankings? Yes or no? Uh, how much? From twelve yeah. to ten, twelve to eight. What do you think? Uh, twelve. I mean, I don't think this team is a championship team, okay. but okay, I think that makes he's going to be a good GM. Okay, so um, what we're going to do is we're going to move on to the second team in our power rankings. Post draft, uh, Shazad, this question comes to you first, just because you uh, uh, added into the group first. Nothing uh, biased here, so just uh, who's your next? Who's your next team up? To be honest, I haven't got a chance to really look that deep into it. I mean, uh, I could tell you 
who I think the bottom teams are as far as a well, whole. Yeah, actually, just... yeah, why don't we do that? So we're sorry to interrupt. Uh, what we're going to do is give me an idea who, other than Amir, who your bottom three teams are, and then Haywad, you, and then we'll get more into depth like that because we can't be really spending too much time on these bottom teams. I agree. Uh, my next on the Billy? My okay, next and then who do you got at 10 and 9? At 11. Uh, see, it, I mean, it varies. It's all close. I think 10. Okay. It's going to be Taj. And, and then, then, the, and then it's the next tier. And then the next tier, it's it's like 5 to Okay, nine so we're not all, hurting. Like, no, we don't give a fuck about feelings, Awad. Who do you got at 9? Okay. okay, at nine, I have Shazad right now, and the reason, for, and the reason for that, I think yeah, we should we go will. over that topic because we have Shazad so, here. Real quick, real, uh, real quick, reason... right before you go into that, Shazad, okay, who's your I, nine, ten, I... and eleven? Uh, you see, I haven't gotten into uh, into depth with the rankings as far as that. Um, I've got, let's see, and it's a big lump right there of like I think it's about five, six teams that I kind of got. It could be a toss up just just based off, you know. Um, potentials uh upside and so on but um okay. well i'll say taj taj is in there because of his running back situation uh billy same same thing running back situation uh who else is up there um uh, i'm down there uh let's see let's see um uh, a lot of people say that uh what's his Julio. name um Julio's team. Okay. Jose's wow, team. I forgot to call them Jose. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, so we got him at nine. Okay, what so, do you um, think, though? What do you think? I, so, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, think, I, personally think, I personally think his team's – his receivers are good enough to uh, carry the rest of his team, even if his running backs are pretty uh, – are, are down there. Um, okay. Who else was there? I don't got, uh, I don't got Julio see. there, but I do got at uh, 11 and 10, I do got Billy and Taj. Um, and then uh, we will go into that, but just like uh, Haywat said, because we have you on here on the show, and we have yeah. Haywat has you at the ninth ranked. I want Haywat to kind of break down, break down why he has you at number nine, and then uh, and then we'll we'll get a chance for you to uh, hear from you on your side on that take too. Um, and we'll do it like that Sounds just good. because we have you both on the show, um, and because you guys are spending your quality time on this, I'd rather have you guys in the spotlight. So Haywat, why do you think Shazad's at nine and one, and then two? When you're done, tell me why you think he's at nine. I want you to tell me if you think he's going to finish at nine. Okay. Well, I, I'll tell Why? you right now. I don't think he'll finish at nine. I just think his team uh, – the reason I say that is because, I mean, you just always bank on the GM. You know, he's been in the situation hell of times. He finds a way. Like, everyone has their own niche. Shazad's niche is like – he starts out like this and then ends up with like some crazy. Yeah, teams. that makes that makes <laughs> sense. And um, when you guys hear the introduction of the show, you'll notice that I touch up on that as well. Hey, what? Okay, and now why about his team? What don't you like about it? Uh, so this is what I think about Shazad's team. The reason I say that I say any from he could be from anywhere from nine to five, I, I, right? I think I mean, before before you go into it, like, guys, maybe just go let me, over yeah, let me the do that. team as a whole, so let everybody kind of knows. Let me do that. No. Oh, okay. Oh, you no, got I, it? No, no, okay. I'm going to do okay. that. I'm, I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to go over it. Yeah. I'm, no, yeah, that's the reason. I'm going to tell you why that I, this is the reason I feel this way. Okay, QB, we're not going to even go over it because I feel like it's a very even position throughout the league. I think there's just too many of them, right? I don't think Ben's going to win the league or do anything for you like mm-hmm. that, but he's going to be serviceable. AJ, Gre- AJ Green, I think I've already went over my feelings towards AJ, AJ Green. I had him last year, and nothing has changed in the offense. They still have Marvin Lewis. They still have the same play calling. He's just a year older. He's going to have his targets, but what's his upside? Probably, like, 
1,100 yards, eight, nine touchdowns. He'll have two big games and three big games because I've had him. I know how this guy plays. And then after that, you'll get a bunch of, like, five to seven so, games, which he doesn't win you games. Real you know, quick, Kwan, um, who, just like, real quick, I'm gonna answer this question. Would you rather have Julio Jones or A.J. Green? Okay. Now, just real quick, I'm going to let you finish that, but just to give you a heads up, Julio Jones and A.J. Green both came out of college the same year. They were both drafted uh, in the first round, A.J. Green at five, I I think, or three, and then uh, the the Falcons traded up for Julio. Um, I just heard an interesting statistic today. If you take their seven-year career and you add up all their fantasy points and you divide it by that number seven, they both have the same average number of fantasy points per year. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't go like that though. What are they doing right now? I don't care what they did how four or five behind? years ago. Do what did they do? What did they do last Julio, year? AJ you know, finished? this is another year. Dude, Julio? Yeah, Julio. I didn't get any touchdowns, and he finished. Okay, I, AJ so Green, I think, had like two hundred and twenty yeah, points. Yeah, okay, Julio, so keep going on it. Julio okay. Jones had like yeah. Okay, okay, and then A Rob. I think A Rob. I mean, he has upside. For sure has upside, but, I mean, he, there's nothing guaranteed. He had one good okay. year, and that was, like, three, four years ago, you know? So, I'm not, like, I'm not crazy high on him at, at the value he paid. At a third-round pick, I think okay. that's, uh, it's, it was expensive, you know? Uh, I, I like Melvin Gordon. I got nothing bad to say about Melvin Gordon. I, I like I like Cohen as well, but but it, I like Cohen's upside. Not as my starter. I'd rather have him, like, at my bench and be like, okay, he could be really good, and if he's okay. not, he's not, you know? I don't want to depend on him, so that's that's at the. I think that takes points points off. Zach Ertz consistent, uh, but I mean he's a two hundred point tight end. And he's not a, he's not like a big dog. He's a good one. He's a top one. What's the most? Of, what's the, what's the highest really tight end score last year? Like two forty. I've got I've got the numbers. I've got the numbers right Something here. What is it? Uh, so yeah. uh, not counting you know games missed and so on because it's it's very. I think uh, Kelsey missed one. Uh, no, he didn't miss any games. He missed. Partial game. Uh, Gronk didn't miss any. Uh, Ertz missed two, and then you got Delaney Walker. I don't think he missed. I think Delaney Walker missed one or two games as well. Uh, but uh, first it was uh, Travis Kelsey with 242 points. Uh, you got Gronk with 238 points, and then yeah, it's a big dip with Zach Ertz at 206 points, and then it's a big dip after that as well, which is uh, then you got pretty much all your tight ends lumped up in there with Delaney Walker, Evan Ingram. So, uh, Doyle. So he got two hundred six. He, missed, about he missed two games. Yeah. Okay. Before that, how many games has he missed per year? Did he miss a lot or no? Yeah. Uh, I think he missed total four games in the last three seasons or so. Okay, so it's a little bit of an anomaly with this injury. Of course, nobody can predict an injury. I mean, hey, what? I got nothing bad to say about Ertz. Two hundred eight points, missing two games. What do you think? So um, okay. I got nothing bad to say either. I, I said he's a top tight end, but he's what? not going to win you the league. He's not going to win you the league, I'm saying. You know, it's not a 300-point guy who's going to win you the league. You know, 300, 400-point guys are the guys who win you the league, right? The Todd Gurley's, the David Johnson's, the, you know, the Antonio Browns. Those guys had 400 points. Yeah, That's but if like, you keep in mind also, we're just talking guys, positional you know? battle. Um, you're, we both agree that Ertz is good, but we just don't think the tight end position as a whole wins you the league. Wow. Well, sometimes it does. You know, like Gronk's here, he had – Gronk's here when he had 17, 18 t- TDs. He was getting yeah. you tight end. He was getting like 330 points. You know, that's that, that, that wins you leagues. But, uh, I mean, it it hasn't happened in the last couple of years. So, from what what he has based off of last year, I, I mean, it. it's good, but it's not. it doesn't scare me, you know. And then Adam, Adam Thielen, I think somebody's going to have to have a drop-off. I don't know if it's going to be Thielen. I don't know if it's going to be Diggs. I don't know who it's going to be, but 
realistically, you can't uh, you can't sustain those types of numbers with all those positions, yeah, especially with you quarterback. Yeah, you're and, right. Uh, they, I think they're, they're they losing your offensive top coordinator. Wide receivers in um, Thielen and Diggs, if I'm not mistaken, or two top thirty wide receivers. So yeah, I don't think they can sustain that. Yeah. I don't think they can sustain that that type no, of offense either, personally. Um, but but there is new play calling, new offense. So so we don't. I yeah. Mean, yeah, you're right. There's, there's there's a lot of variables. I just say there's a lot of variables. I mean, he could – Thielen could be the number one guy out of there, but we don't know, you know? There's a lot of unknown okay. on Shazad's team. That's that's all I'm saying. So that's why I ranked him at nine, but he could easily be at five if, like, some of those hit or, like, okay. he makes some trades. Yeah, Obviously, he'll go up higher go than that. Go ahead. Hey, what, finish up? And, th- and then his yeah, – go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, and in his bench, he has upside. I have nothing to say about bench, but I always look at, like, starters, but – there's upside on his bench, but nobody that's gonna re- uh, looks like that's gonna replace the starters. Yeah, Maybe no, a running back if I he hits that. one that's of those good. guys. One of those running backs. I mean, they could hit like Jordan Howard goes down, Cohen's the starter, you know, something like that. Or or if John Gruden is true to word, yeah. even though he's never produced a, a RB one in his gonna be a run heavy team and a power yeah, exactly. run that's team, um, then Marshawn could be that guy. I just personally, I, I'm looking at the numbers. John Gruden's offenses have never supported an RB1. Um, so Cohen could be that guy if something happens to Howard. If something doesn't happen to Howard, I don't think Cohen should be a viable week-to-week starter. Um, that's just me personally. Right now, I am, I, I'm assuming and imagining that Shazad looks like the Indian guy in the meme. 18 people are holding him back right now. <laughs> so Shazad, <laughs> go in, man. Go in. Tell us, tell us why you don't agree with what Haywad has said about your team. Oh, all right. Well, um, I just uh, start with this top top down, and the uh, reason why I drafted the people who I drafted, and and what I, you know, my side yeah. of it. Um, well, Roethlisberger. Um, as far as yeah, quarterbacks. Uh, it's I got Roethlisberger and um, uh, Mahomes. So I'm thinking either one of those. You know, Roethlisberger be a serviceable guy if Mahomes doesn't pan out, and uh, Mahomes is my upside guy. Um, just with that offense being the way it is, with all the weapons, defense being horrible, um, he has a lot of upside. So that's that. Uh, AJ Green, um, he was, you know, on my list right after Julio Jones as far as wide receivers I wanted to draft. Uh, going in, that's how it was. Um, I was hoping that Julio would follow me, but um, I think uh, James uh, took him uh, one pick ahead of yeah, me. Yeah, he did. So I went with, <laughs> yeah, the Melvin Gordon was the next guy on my list. So I got him. But as far as AJ Green, um, my thought process is he was—he's always been a producer. Uh, he had his worst year last year, which uh, he still placed in. Uh, and the way I looked at it was, the uh, the uh, uh, the Bengals had their worst offensive output, and I think it said in um, what's his name, it's Marvin Lewis's, uh, uh era, and that's been like twenty years. Uh, and he still finished as a top. Yeah, it's crazy. Twenty-year Marvin Lewis so, era. Yeah, Surpri- surprising that he's been around for that long. <laughs> um, and as far as um, you know, uh, and and the main reason why uh, I believe that was was because um, the offensive line was horrible. It was one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Uh, they invested a first-round pick in a center this year. Uh, they got a uh, they got Cordy Glenn from. Um, the Bills, who was, you know, a, a really good uh, player. Uh, and so and, and they had some injuries along there as well. Okay, now real quick. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like, sounds like you're big on Mixon. Mixon will be good too. Um, a lot of- Mixon is going to be good. <laughs> sounds like you're big on Mixon. It, I, and I, I believe it's it's a combination of run game. And, uh, and uh, A.J. Green was the only player 
there last year that could do anything. So it was complete. It was just uh, double coverage all day on it. And, um, and I feel like that's the reason why he was uh, – his numbers were lower. And even then he was, you know, finished in the top ten. And if I were to get that, I mean, I, as a second-round pick, with just a little bit uh, – like a little bit upside ups, uh, upside to that, I'm fine with that. Upsick. Now, real quick, um, just, just for yeah. everyone to know, uh, A.J. Green last year, 75 catches, 1,078 yards, eight touchdowns. So he had a decent amount of touchdowns. He had 140 targets, caught 75 of them. So he's right about 50% on the catch rate. I think there's going to be a slight uptick in his catches this year personally. I don't think his targets are going to go down. If they do, it won't be much. That's just personally me, right. my opinion. Um, I do feel like the emergence of Joe Mixon this year can help him out. Um, or, or, or I should say the, uh, the talking of Joe Mixon's emergence. Um, because I didn't really see too much out of Joe Mixon last year. I thought he tried to be too much like Le'Veon probing the line um so we'll see how he does with that he did slim down so so we'll see how he goes um now just to, just to put it in comparison aj green drafted in the second round 75 catches 1078 yards eight touchdowns there was another receiver that got drafted at the bottom of the third 83 catches last year 978 yards five touchdowns but nobody seems to be talking about him um his name is demarius thomas what do you guys think about him yeah, he's cool. I mean, there's upside there as well. Um, it's just the unknown is, I guess, that's the biggest thing. I think that's the reason why a lot of these receivers uh, with new quarterbacks, new um, new offensive coordinators, new coaches went in the third round because of that unknown. Um, and the reason why I went with A.J. Green because the, cons- the consistency and, and nothing's really changed. Uh, the targets are going to be there. Um, there's really no other viable target. Uh, as far as, like, as far uh, – uh, let me finish up with – uh, you you mind if I finish up with the the rest of the uh, yeah go for it go for it, go for it. I just wanted to put yeah. Demarius Thomas in there because I own him. <laughs> no, like I got like I told you, man. I'm not Indian. <laughs> just just let me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, but no, I didn't really get to explain that too much. I was uh, I just changed rooms right now. Um, but yeah, that's my biggest thing. The the offensive line, uh, the 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 team as a whole, just everything was just going bad for the the Bengals. I think they're one of the worst teams in the league. It's hard there. It's hard to watch them. Uh, so I think I think there's going to be definitely uh, an upgrade. Uh, the upgraded offensive line is going to be big for that offense. So that's where my uh, train of thought was when I when drafting AJ Green. Um, I'm going to go to my next receiver. I mean, you could. I've got Allen Robinson as my my number two receiver. I put Adam Thielen in my flex just because I like the way he looked. But uh, you could say Adam Thielen's my second. Uh, Adam Thielen's my second best receiver. Um, I've got the numbers up right now, and and I get that he's a uh, he's in a new. Uh, he got a new coach. Which is big new quarterback. Uh, I just like the way the guy plays. It seems like he's like uh, the the safety blanket, and he, it's his route running that really separates him. So I think he's still going to get his targets and he'll get his share. And and he's not. I, I don't think he's going to be a top three wide receiver. But if he gets in the top twelve, which he was last year, uh, or even top uh, eighteen, I think I'll be happy with my wide receiver too. Uh, let me show you. Yeah, no, that I'll makes that you, makes sense. Uh, I take a, a top eighteen wide receiver as my t- second wide receiver all day to go with a top five running back in uh, Melvin Gordon or a right. top ten PPR back in Melvin Gordon. Um, and what? Yeah, yeah. And then and then uh, the thing with Allen Robinson, I've, I've been a Allen Robinson fan for quite a while ever since he that broke out, and even when he had you know glimpses of breaking out uh, the uh, the prior year, um, is last year. Was it was a year that he could have bounced back big time because that Jaguars offense was actually clicking. The year before was, I mean, kind of like AJ Green's year last year was just 
nothing was really clicking right. Uh, the team was just down. Once once the team, I, I believe, once the team starts, you know, losing and they're not in that playoff anymore, I think players just kind of give up, and it's just everybody just kind of hangs their head, and and that has a lot to do with. I mean, you could point out a lot of uh, players have that. Um, last year, uh, the Falcons were still in it, but you know, it's a lot of it's the numbers just kind of get depleted when you're not having a year like the one before. Um, yeah, no, that, that so yeah, I'm, I mean I'm, that that does happen. We could we could talk about Amari Cooper who did that and. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, sometimes the morale does affect and the locker room morale does affect the way you play. So that does make sense um, in regards to that. What, what do you got to say about your uh, – he didn't say anything bad about your running back one. What about your running back two slot? Yeah. Is it just a week-by-week week matchup? So, yeah, well, it's not a week-by-week week matchup. I'm just going to go based off of – right now I'm going with the guy with the high floor with catches. I know Cohen's going to get, you know – I'm I'm projecting to get about five, four or five catches a game at least. Uh, so I'm going with the high floor there. Okay. Um, and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to see what uh, you know what's going to happen the first couple of weeks. I've got Marshawn Lynch. I originally had him there. I traded for Cohen. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. I feel like uh, Gruden, the way he's been talking, he seems like he just wants to run the ball. Even just little clips of other players talking or saying they're going back to that. You know, uh, that that. Um, that hard power run. just yeah. just kind of break the power run power run so uh no one better than Marshawn Lynch to do that um I got Duke Johnson with another high floor player uh then I got um I got Matt Breida which which I'm really high on so those four guys are the ones that I'm kind of like all right Matt, Matt Breida I feel like he's going to be you know it's going to I feel like it's going to be a 60-40 split with you know McKinnon being on top so uh, if the offense is supposed to do what it does we'll we'll see but yeah, that that RB two slot is is what okay, so I would consider my whole. whole. So pretty much so, you're good with your core. Yeah. The RB two slot's gonna be a pretty much week by week matchup, high floor um, player that you pick for now until you make a couple more moves and, and get your guy. Um, yep. So so pretty much. Tight ends Ertz. So yeah, your tight. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead and tell you. Well, yeah, you, we we know your tight end is Ertz. Yeah. Um, two hundred yeah, point it. guy. He was the third best wide receiver option. Uh, I'm sorry, he's the third best tight end option in the league last year in terms of fantasy points, and he did miss a couple of games. So, overall, yep. y- your team is well-rounded. You do have that one hole. Hey, Juan, are you just telling me there's no scare factor? All right. Perfect. So, um, that's good there, Shazam. So, pretty much we got, we got, yeah, we got that done. We got the bottom four teams, and the consensus on the bottom three is, is 100%. I think across the board, everyone agrees. And, and Amir being dead last, then you got Taj and um, uh, Julio there, and uh, also Billy. So um, that's pretty much what we got there. With you, um, he, Shaz- Haywatt put you at nine. He gave you his argument. You gave me a good counter rebuttal. I don't think you're that low right now, to be honest. I don't think you're at nine, if we're asking me. Uh, my bottom four, like I said, number 12 is Amir. 11 is going to be Billy. 10 is Taj. 9 is Julio. That's my bottom four. So I don't think you're necessarily at nine. Uh, I do think you're in that uh, in that um, shoot, man. I think you're in that five to seven, five to eight range right now. Um, you are an active GM, like I said in the beginning of the show, so I don't expect that you would finish at the bottom. Um, and I do think you have a couple of moves uh, ahead of you. Um, we're gonna we're getting ready to wrap up the episode here, Shazad. So I want to go over yeah, um, just a couple of general questions about the league, um, um, and that you think, and I want you to just be brutally honest, okay? Yep. Who's going to be your surprise GM this year? Who's going to be the guy who you think nobody really talks about, or if they do, they're not talking anything good about him, but who do you think this year has 
has won, has a pretty good team stacked up right now, has a couple pieces, um, and might be a little bit not only active this year, but just be a little bit more um, in a winning culture this year. Well, first thought came to mind was Q, but um, I mean he's got a decent team. The only problem is I feel like he's uh, he's content, and that's that's my biggest thing with uh, owners um, is when you're content, when you feel like you've you've got a team to to you know go the long haul, and uh, and I don't think anybody's team is there. Uh, that's the thing, and uh, you've always got to be constantly looking for trades. That's just my way of doing it. Uh, like you said. Uh, uh, by my team, I'm going to be making trades. <clears throat> That's 100%. I may make a couple of trades before the season even starts. So, because um, I'm always looking at, you know, uh, I'm always studying other people's teams, seeing what they need and what would benefit them and, and you know, make sense and offer something where it would benefit both of us. Uh, uh, a lot of GMs, I think the downside of that is uh, they have downside is they, they don't do that. They don't look at what other teams need. And uh, going back to Q, that's that's I think where his downfall is. He doesn't take a look at True. another team. He could, yeah. right now he has uh, Lamar Miller in his flex. I think he could get someone decent in return for Lamar Miller if he would make a decent, um, decent offer. He may lose it. He may lose a little bit. I mean, as far as if you if you take a look at <coughs> uh, Lamar Miller and say Golden Tate was my uh, when I first was in talks with him. Lamar Miller and Golden Tate. Golden Tate's a, a good player. He's been you know, consistent uh, over the last four years yeah. or so. Um, I mean, he's not going to win the league for you, right? He's he's going to be one of those guys that you just set it and forget, forget it, and uh, he's just a good wide receiver too. Yeah. But uh, I, I feel like uh, Q could, you know, easily just trade Golden Tate, Lamar Miller, and get himself an upgrade at wide receiver too. And um, yeah, so so sort of got so that no bullshit. I honestly, when I thought of that, uh, the, when I asked you the question, the only guy that came into my mind on that, because I'm not going to name myself, of course, was Q. Because one, he had a great, he had a good keeper. Uh, I'm not going to say great because Spencer wears back this year, and uh, Kareem Hunt had 91% of the um, 91% of the carries for the team, and that never happens for anybody. I mean, Andy Reid's averages are about 65 to 70% max. And I think his highest year right. was Brian Westbrook max at 70% before uh, Kareem Hunt last year at 91% of the team's total carries. So I think there's going to be a drop-off mm-hmm. in Kareem, but the fact that he got A.B. in the second um, and then Howard in the third, I think Howard could be a little bit better than what people thought. So I do think Q is um, going to be better on paper right now. Um, you are right, though. He is very complacent with his team. He's very content, and he will not trade unless it's extremely one-sided or it's desperation mode. And sometimes when desperation mode kicks in, it's one week too late. Right. Um, so that's, that's what I right. got. That's what I got with Q. I think he could do that, but, but the only, the only person that's going to stop Q from being great is Q himself. Um, because sometimes uh, people don't trust their judgment when it comes to trade and they don't want to be made a scapegoat. So I do think that as well. I think that, that, that could be an issue with Q. Um, and lastly, oh, yeah. what is the one team or the one manager who has a good reputation or always winning or, or anything like that? Um, who is that team that usually does good that you think this year's the year that they slowly fall off or not be good mm-hmm. or they just didn't have that too good of a draft? I mean, just on just from top looking at it. I mean, I see Robbie's team with the Doug Mart, uh, Doug uh, Baldwin hit. If that ends up being something, I, I, he could fall off. But he's got a pretty good team all around. I think he should be able to manage. Um, I mean, just looking at it from the top, um, the only person I can see. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this 
even though he's not a regular or anything like that, I think Z's going to fall off. I think last year's win was a fluke. Uh, I personally don't think his team is that great. He has a couple of good guys, but um, I think for me that answer is Z. Um, but it's not somebody who has well, a, Z... a good. You know, he hasn't been here for five years. That we could say he's always been good. Um, yeah. But I think that's 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 my automatic thought was I, I, I to be honest I didn't think of Z. And he's a champ last year. Yeah. Is because I was thinking of you know years. Uh, thinking about you know who's been doing consistently. So uh, Z, yeah, he's. I feel like he's. This is his prove it year. Like it wasn't a fluke. Um, but uh, I mean, uh, Julio's always in the playoffs. Uh, this is one year where, I mean, in the beginning, everybody was saying his team was the worst. I mean, looking at it, I don't think it's that bad. Uh, his his hole is RB two, if you consider that a hole. I mean, Crowell could be serviceable. Um, I, to be honest, I mean, I, looking at all teams, there's. I look at it as if as if I were managing it, and what I would do as far as offer trades and so on. Everybody could could be you know up there. It's just little tweaks here and there. It's just a matter of doing it. Uh, that's the only thing I think that separates GMs is is kind of realizing where your where your holes are and where you can improve and what you can offer somebody to improve your starting lineup. Um, and that's that's I mean that's going to be the challenge for, throughout true. the year for for a lot of the. And that's why uh, that's why as much as it pains me to say it, that's why you do see the familiar faces right there at the top year in and year out. Um, it's a sense of good drafting, good management. Um, you know, good free agency, and then also, you know, making that trade when it comes time. I mean, we have Robbie, who's an anomaly, who doesn't trade, and he always wins. So um, if we have him on the show, that's what he's going to say is it doesn't matter about trading. But I feel like when you have one stacked position, um, you know, like some people in the league who went five running backs in a row, I'm not going to say any names, it is a time and a place for you to make the trade. And, and um, um, you know, there's no point of having a 20-point running back on your bench. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got their own way of doing things. I mean, uh, you could also look at it, like, for example, Rashad Penny, Shaq has Rashad Penny. His draft stock was really high when he drafted him. Uh, even I was, you know, trying to trade for him uh, before before all this news hit. Now his stock is pretty low. Uh, and and by the time, you know, week three, four comes around, even if he's not starting by that time, I think he will start. And the thing is, uh, Shaq is patient. Robbie is patient with his players. I... <laughs> I'm on the other hand, I don't, you know, if, if a player's not producing, I, I look to flip them before, you know, it, it gets worse. I don't, I, I always look at it as, as, uh, as a, pes, a pessimist where if it's, if they're not producing, I always think of them, what's going to happen if it keeps doing that or if they get worse. So I try to move True. them at, at their yeah. high point. Uh, as far as Robbie, he, he never sells, he never sells low. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, and, and it's very interesting because a lot of people, uh, three or four people, have already asked me how I haven't made a trade yet. And uh, with me, I make a lot of fucking trades, and I make a whole bunch of them. Um, the only reason I haven't made any trades yet is is if I'm going to get a trade before I see any of the players. Um, I do have, you know, draft strategy going into the whole thing after I made the trade and figure out where my picks were. Um, yeah, I fucked up doing a trade in the blind. The chances of me and Hayward getting the third and fourth pick in a row is fucking less than me winning the lotto. So if I had to do it again, I would, which is fucking stupid, but I would because the fucking fact that I got the third pick overall and he got fourth, like that, I have no idea how that happened. You know, so I would still make that trade. I, 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 I liked all the players that I wanted. I handpicked. Uh, the only one that I truly regret right now is Alshon. Uh, but the only reason I say that is uh, I haven't traded yet. And uh, you mentioned trading is a, is a significant part of your strategy. Just like you said, brother, these if, if they don't produce, they are out. 
And uh, th- I, I agree. I agree, man. If they don't produce, they're out. Um, any last-minute thoughts about the league for you? Anything that you want to see or anything that you're hoping for? Uh, no, it's, uh, I mean, just just excited for it. Can't wait to get it started because this is the first time we did did the draft like super early. So um, can't wait for, for even like, the third week of preseason so I can see the starters for the first half. And then um, just looking forward to the season and seeing what these each manager is doing. Like, you know, like, for example, we're, we're, we're all shitting on uh, Amir's team, but – who knows? Once once the season starts, it may just completely flip. Watch Corey Davis be a top, you know, three wide receiver out of nowhere, and we're all just you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so and, we, and and to me, that's the beauty of fantasy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right, Shazad, thank you so much for your time. Um, we'll see you. I don't know what week our matchup is, but you know, good luck that week. Um, it was a pretty good uh, first episode. Um, so just to the listeners and to you at this regard, next week, or when we do this, we'll be more uh, prepared. Uh, we'll have all the technical difficulties straight away. Um, and uh, any uh, last-minute plugs or anything you got? Anything you want to shout out? No, just uh, just basically um, I'm going I'm to be laughing once I whoop uh, Haywad's ass this season again. Yeah, you know what? He's he's sitting on a high horse right now because he got those three horses. He's got Alvin Kamara, David Johnson, and a – Saquon Barkley, I mean, good thing he's not on the show right now. I don't think DJ is going to be that guy this year, personally. Um, so good. we'll let him hear the podcast for him to hear me say that because I honestly don't think that offense is going to do well at all. Uh, when you have a bad defense and a bottom-tier offense, that never, ever has equated to a solid-ass running back. Um, you know, I mean, other than I would say – well, I mean, I wouldn't even – the LaShawn McCoy still did it, but they made the playoffs, so. I yeah, mean, yeah that, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and I and – I, and that's the good thing about fantasy. That's what I, that's what I enjoy about our league too. Just everybody, you know, everybody has input. Everybody has such strong opinions, and uh, it's proving other guys wrong and and pride. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to is proving guys like hey what wrong where you know he <laughs> ranks my team bottom nine. And, <laughs> I know, man. That's, no, that's, when you said that, the meme came to my mind, man. You're being a- <laughs> people. Nah, nah, but I. So but it is. It, yeah, it is always fun to um to uh. To, to prove people wrong. I'm in it to prove everyone wrong because uh, I've had some bad years in the past and we're back in it. So um, so we'll see how it goes. All right, man. Appreciate the call. All right, Shazad, Appreciate thank you for your on. time. Appreciate you. I will see you hopefully next week on a different segment of the uh, draft or, or on a different segment of our fantasy league. All right, cool. I'll talk to you later. Man. All right, Shazad. All Thanks. right. So to the rest of the listeners, thank you, folks. We will be back next week. Shout out to our second sponsor of the day, T-Mobile and Livermore off of Las Positas Road. Uh, go 